Welcome to Health Lab, your destination for news and stories about the future of healthcare. Today, how ants weed their underground fungus gardens. Research hints at how fungus farming ants keep their gardens healthy. Findings show that the insects sniff out diseased fungus by detecting certain chemicals. The adage, weed early and often, is shared as key to a productive garden. Interestingly, certain species of ants are also avid gardeners, a practice they've refined over 50 million years. They, too, weed their underground fungus gardens, but how they know what to weed out has been a mystery. Now, a multidisciplinary team of scientists report in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences how ants distinguish the good fungus from the bad. People rely on sight to identify weeds, but ants grow fungus underground in the dark and must have other ways to sense undesirable garden denizens. A team led by Jonathan Klassen, Ph.D. at the University of Connecticut, and Marcy Balunas, Ph.D. at the University of Michigan, has found that the ants sniff out fungus by detecting chemicals called peptidols. To determine this, the team focused on the ant species Trachomyrmex septentrionalis, whose habitat follows the Pine Barren ecosystem from Long Island all the way south to East Texas. Trachomyrmex ants grow their fungus below ground and feed it fresh organic detritus. The fungus acts almost like an external gut for the ant colony. The fungus grows up and around the fresh food laid on top of it in honeycomb shapes, produces digested food for the ants as it grows, and then secretes waste. Katie Kyle, a graduate student in Klassen's lab and co-first author of the paper, experimentally infected ant nests with trichoderma, a naturally occurring disease-causing fungus that infects the ants' gardens, and found that the ants began working overtime to remove the infection from the nests, increasing their waste output. Over the winter while the ants were dormant, the team analyzed the fungal biomes of several different ant nests collected from different locations and found trichoderma in all of them. Co-first author Sarah Puckett, Ph.D., a recent graduate from Balunas' Yukon lab, prepared extracts of trichoderma containing the organic compounds of the fungus to determine if the weeding was triggered by one or more of these compounds or simply by the presence of the pathogen cells. Quote, we were curious to see if the ants were weeding because of compounds produced by the infecting fungus, Balunas said. The team found that the trichoderma extract, when applied to the fungus garden, sent the ants into frenzied weeding activity just as actual trichoderma infections had. Working with scientists from University of California, San Diego and University of North Carolina, Greensboro, they discovered the nests contained peptidols, a family of compounds known to be produced by trichoderma. However, finding which peptidols were causing ant weeding proved more challenging since these extracts contained many compounds. The researchers tested pure peptidols, including two new compounds called trichokindins 8 and 9. It turned out that all the peptidols tested caused some level of ant weeding, a finding that implies it may not be one particular peptidol, but rather the whole suite of peptidols can induce the ants to weed their garden. Quote, this suite of trichoderma compounds inducing ant behavior is in contrast to many other natural products whose activity can often be attributed to one compound, Balunas said. Although their data support peptidols as a signal to weed, it's not clear what exactly the ants are perceiving. It may be that the invading trichoderma fungus produces the peptidols and the ants detect them and then weed, note the researchers, or perhaps the ants are detecting a secondary response from the fungus garden itself. The next step is to figure out those details of ant-fungus communication, Klassen says. Quote, maybe the fungus is signaling, I'm sick. Maybe the fungus is detecting the peptidols. We need to flesh out the chain of signaling, Klassen said. 
The findings highlight one of the few known systems where an animal responds to a disease of its beneficial symbiotic partner instead of a disease of their own body, a phenomenon that Balunas and Klassen are calling an extended defense response and one that they look forward to continuing to tease apart. For more on this story and others like it, visit michiganmedicine.org forward slash health dash lab. Health Lab is a part of the Michigan Medicine Podcast Network and is produced by the Michigan Medicine Department of Communication. You can subscribe to Health Lab wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you.